Hello, and welcome to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and, of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Today, we take you behind the scenes of a songwriting session here at TSC as we explore how a song glorifying the Lord is created on Music with a Mission. Isaiah 53 and 5 says that he was wounded for our transgressions, and with his stripes we are now healed. This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and this is really exciting and really promises to be a very interesting, blessed, and unique podcast. We are privileged to be where few are permitted to go. We are behind the scenes of an actual writing session here at Times Square Church, where those who have been called to do so gather and create a song glorifying the Lord. In the writing room with us right now, we have the director of TSE Music, Greg Thomas. How are you doing, Greg? Doing well, thank you. Harry Vaughn, who is actually has one hand on the control booth and one hand on the writing instruments over here, and he's joining in with us. How you doing, Harry? Hey, Derek. We've got Tiffany Thompson, who is with us here, uh, right next to Greg, uh, administrative assistant and worship leader. How you doing, Tiffany? I'm good, thank you. And Michelle Margiata back with us again. She loves doing podcasts with us. Hola, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> indeed. It. Yeah, it's no. it's it's the enthusiasm that really works. So we're here, and as I said, we are in a place where few are permitted to go because you guys kind of huddle in this cave here. And what is the first thing that you do in creating a song to glorify the Lord? Well, I don't know that, that there's one thing that we all do uh, to create a song. It's not the, everybody's got a different approach, different method. Okay. Uh, and we're all writing from different perspectives, and so the approach is... Uh, naturally, uh, quite different. Uh, but let me let me clarify that these Wednesdays are are also rehearsal sessions. You know, we'll oh, we'll okay. rehearse okay. some of the songs that we are working on with the choir, as well as try to try to write. We haven't been doing a lot of writing lately, but we're just starting to starting to do more of it. Thus, okay. this this podcast. Does the music come first, or do the lyrics come first, or how does that work out? I think it's it's pretty much just the theme. The Greg, theme. Greg would give an overall theme, and we write to that particular theme. Okay. Or, I guess, you know, an occasion. An occasion? Yeah. Such as? I don't know, maybe. Oh, understood. Yeah. Okay, Easter, Christmas, a, a holiday that celebrates the Lord. So do you have a foundation now that you're going to work with? Not particularly. We, we last year, started working on several songs for the God Is Project, so... I guess that's really where our focus is now, okay. the God is project and finding songs that speak about the attributes of God. Um, um, but then we're not relegated, we're not, you know, we're not relegated to just that. Mm -hmm. I mean, should the Lord give us something else? And he has. Michelle's got something that we heard a few weeks ago. Yuha, who's not here, has yeah. something else that he had written. Uh, so there's different songs here right now. So we'll just put them on the table. Somebody will play them. So okay. this is what I've got so far. Yeah. And we'll all listen to it and then add to it if we can. I've got a little piece of something I'm going to play. Okay. 
And I'm hesitant to play it because I've asked Michelle to just listen to the lyrics and the melody without my music so that she could come up with her own music. I hear this acoustic guitar thing. uh, And when I originally wrote wrote it, it was was for guitar, but I didn't have a guitar, so I, I wrote it with piano. But now that i got an incredible guitarist here, I said, well, let me just record the vocals and give you a copy of the lyrics and see what you come up with. And uh, I haven't done that for her yet, but the song goes a little bit like this. I think it fits the theme of the, the Goddess Project. Um, <clears throat> title of it is Hallowed Be Thy Name. It's already a written song, but uh, it's, not, it's not the way I think it ought to be. I think Michelle or somebody on guitar can uh, add a little something to it. It'll... The name of the Lord is a strong tower. I just run into and say There is none other under heaven Whereby all men must be saved Abiding in the praises of his people High above the worship of all men And honor to the Father, wisdom and power to our King. And then it goes into a chorus. Okay. Uh, so just kind of leaving that, just kind of throwing that out there. And the whole idea was just to give Michelle the melody, because there's so many different things we can do with that. We can take these these chords and totally change it, change the feel of this song, keeping the same groove, but we can go as opposed to. We can go, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Oh, that's nice. The righteous run into and are safe. There is none other under heaven. Whereby all men must be saved. Abiding in the praises of his people. You know, so we can play around with the chords a little bit just to give it a different feel. Okay, now excuse my musical naivete, but that seems like it's almost done. It's done if you like the one, four, five movement. One, four, five movement. (laughs) Okay. Which was the... Okay. Right, right. Okay, I understand. Where the second time... I did seven, three, six. Which gave it kind of a, a, a whole a little, other feel. A little more jazzy yeah, feel. Yeah, jazzy feel. Right. So now what do you need from the songwriters? What do you need? Well, what from I would now get, because lyrically the song is done. Okay. So the message is there. Yes. What I would like to hear now is everybody's, everybody else's musical interpretation of that lyric. Understood. So and so, I'm a little more reluctant to giving them what I have musically because I want them to hear. I want them to create without any of my influence. Understood. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you hear, Michelle, when you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it's hard because I mean, it sounds great just just as is. It like does, you were saying. doesn't it? So, but um, I definitely, you know, if I were. Um, playing guitar just to the melody, I would probably switch it up maybe rhythmically or how? What keys in it? Whatever key you want to do, you can do it at E. Okay, so my my original chords would boom 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 one four five kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So with Michelle playing guitar, which is really what I wanted, uh, without my original chords would be. And, and uh, is there percussionist in the house? You think you can get somebody? Harry Vaughn. <laughs> I mean, that is what you do, isn't it? (laughs) So what do we do? Name of the Lord is a strong tower. Righteous run into and the same. There is none other. Saved, abiding 
singing the praises of his people High above the worship of all men Glory and honor to the Father Wisdom and power to our King And then it goes into a chorus He is our rock and our salvation that's the part of harmony there, and that's when it starts to get a little bigger. Okay. So we just kind of build on that. Okay, so now now you're at the part you're at the part of the chorus, and you mentioned a three part harmony. How do you get that? Well, that's something I've already worked out in my head. Okay, but <laughs> how those... do you get it from your head to their heads? I may just do a rehearsal CD okay. or record the part. Okay. And Tiffany would sing, What are we in E? He is our rock and our salvation. He is our shelter from the storm. Okay. And I would keep the tenor. He is our rock and our salvation. Okay. He is our shelter from the storm. And then Jesse would come in and she'd say, He is our rock and our salvation. So that's the higher note. This is brother. Um. He is our shelter from the storm. And then we put that together. She sounds like, He is our rock and our salvation. He is our shelter from the storm. Praise him for sin. And right back to unison. Wow. So it, it comes together, and it sounds, it, it, it's certainly better when it's manifesting. Sure. Well, well it <laughs> sounds, it it sounds it like, as I said, I mean, well, for my untrained ears, it actually sounds ready to go. Where do you go from here, then? Now that you're almost completed with this particular song, what about a song that you would take from scratch? Anybody working on anything? Tiffany's working on something. Some songs I have, um, they need to be developed. Okay, but how do they start? Just with a, a melody or an idea. Okay, for you, it starts with the music then. Yeah, it starts with the music okay. or just an idea. And um, like I said, some, um, I mean, I never went to school for songwriting, mm -hmm. so I think, you know, technically I may need a little work, but I just write from my heart mm -hmm. and I write what I hear. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it, it generally starts with a melody, and then I put some words to it, and I let people hear it, and some people, you know, and I trust, they'll tell me, well, you know, I, I understand where you're going, but why don't you take it here? And right. then that helps me develop it more, and then I work harder to just develop it into a complete, you know, song. So okay, that's, okay. that's where I am now. Why don't you share with us a melody that you have? Okay. <laughs> Michelle, do you want to play oh. the latest one? I'm I'm made to worship you. I'm made to worship you. Every breath I take. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You want the lyrics too? Absolutely. I'm made to worship you. I'm made to worship you. Every breath I take is because of you. And I'm made to worship you. That's really good. I, that's it? Oh, come well, on. Well, I mean, it's an entire song. Sure. I don't know if you. Yes, it is. We don't want to air everything. I yeah. understand. I understand. Yeah, I, so am I. That sounds really, really good. So it's just you and the guitar, and that sounded great yeah, alone. I mean, I, I, I always tell. I mean, I have a guitar and a keyboard at home, yeah. but I am nowhere skilled like these wonderful musicians in right. here. I just hear the melodies and some keys I can play in, and some keys I just can't. Mm -hmm. So I just came up with the melody, and Michelle gracefully played it out so it can sound fuller and she yeah, she's, she's like memorex she she's more skilled right at up. picking than i yeah. am so that's that's why she knew it nice. but i mean I, I could play the the chords on the guitar but it just the picking i need a little bit more work on well this came up in another podcast and we were talking about how songs come about and greg was saying that he just you know sometimes you may see something on the street it'll kick something in does that ever happen to you guys you just 
not necessarily from personal experience, but you just may see or hear. Uh, well, sometimes I, I've had a couple, uh, it, um, couple instances where I'm just sleeping and I'll wake up and I'll have a melody in my or I'll dream melodies. It's kind of crazy. Really? <laughs> and I'll take my phone and or I usually have a, a recorder on my phone and I'll just record them. Um, sometimes I, there was one time I saw a shirt that said state of mind. Right. You were telling me the story. Yeah. It, it got me thinking. I'm like, I'm like, what about state of heart? I'm mm-hmm. like, we Sounds should like make a project. I think I... Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so it made me think and I, that's how I developed state of heart. Okay. In the song. Okay. So interesting. Which you can get from the TSC music website, by the way. A nice plug, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes, Sometimes the writing is done in service, too. A lot of times we'll be sitting in, in the service and there'll be a Selah moment or you know, maybe somebody's praying or somebody's speaking and we'll just be kind of doodling around. Not, I don't want to say that as if it's irreverent, but it's a reverential <laughs> doodling, sure. for lack of a better term. Because <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's how the, the, the melody to... Uh, your name alone was was created. We were sitting in the service one one Sunday, uh, some years ago, and uh, I don't remember if somebody was praying or what. But I started doing this thing. Uh, yeah, it was a prayer service. I think it was a prayer meeting. Yeah, yeah. the fasting prayer service. And that's all we had. Okay, we would just kind of play with that. Yeah, and. Um, I don't remember if it was Harry or Peter, but somebody came to me and said, you know what, that, that little lick, man, we we got to do something with that. And I, and I just kept working with it. Uh, and then Easter was coming around one year, mm-hmm. and I picked it up again. Mm-hmm. Psalm 143 mm-hmm. came to mind, and his name alone is excellent. And I kept dealing with that one verse. You paid the cost upon the cross. have uh, musicians, producers, uh, seasoned like that in the same room. How do you guys all mesh with all of that gift and talent? I, I think I can answer that. It's, I mean, the music fundamentals is we all have a role that we're supposed to play all the time. So, I mean, th- th- there are some instances where the drums could possibly play a melodic type of a a role in the song but it's not as often and if a drum is playing a a melodic role then that means the keyboards or guitars have to now play a rhythmic role okay so you know we all fit in the slot i see you know so don't drive in anybody else's lane basically i mean if you wanted to sound make sense and be neat and responsible musically yeah that's the best way to go about it i get it okay And, and a lot of times the drums can dictate the groove of a song, or what the, the, the direction of a song, because a lot of times a rhythm, Harry can play a certain rhythm that lends itself to a specific type of. Because we were doing something last week in, in our session, 
uh, it's a little Latin yeah, calypso kind of. What was that thing? I don't know, but it was hot. <laughs> well, you know what? You guys are going to remember it. We're going to take a quick break right here on Music with a Mission. We're in a live writing session, and we're going to be right back. incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God, God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. In the New Testament, in the second letter of the Apostle Paul to a young man called Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7, he writes these incredible words. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. In our generation, there's so much today to be afraid of. We look at the stock market and we just see what's the uncertainty that's there countries around the world seemingly falling into turmoil. We look at very unstable people trying to get their hands on weapons of mass destruction. And there's a great reason to fear. But God says, if you turn to me, the spirit I will give you will take away from you that sense of fear. You'll have power to stand in the midst of your difficulties. You'll love your fellow man, and I will give you a sound mind. It is time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. This is Music with a Mission, and we are back right smack dab in the middle of a live songwriting session with my friends Greg Thomas, Tiffany Thompson, Harry Vaughn, and Michelle Margiana. Uh, just trying to find out the dynamics of how a song for the Lord is created. We kind of figured out that a lot of the songwriters kind of record themselves and... Um, they record any thought, word, phrase, or melody that comes to mind on the spot, and so they won't forget it later. They share it with their colleagues and see if they can get a grasp of where they're going. Practice, I imagine, would be uh, another part of that, uh, just practicing uh, the melodies. And when writing for the congregation, I can imagine that there are certain categories that you have to write for, uh, victory songs, faith songs, etc., um, how do you determine which direction to go there? I think the message oftentimes can dictate the style of music as well. Uh, what I mean by that is you, you take a song like uh, High Praise. The Lord is high above the heaven. I love I didn't that. write that. Uh, Tim Harper uh, wrote that. But you, you, sing, a, you sing it like you wrote it. <laughs> you, you, take a, you take a song like that. Uh, it's a call and response yeah. kind of song. And yeah. it's quite congregational. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and because it it's repetitious and, and it modulates. It it creates an atmosphere uh, of, of 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 freedom and victory in the house. Mm-hmm. You, you take a song like that, and the message alone is very clear. I mean, the Lord is high above their scripture, you know. Um, but what makes it congregational and what makes it exciting is the fact that it, it's got that repetition. It's got those elements of surprise when you move from that verse to that chorus, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, everybody's that call and response. That's so an African thing. Yeah, yeah. It's such an African thing, but then it also, and, it, and it's so engaging that then when, you, when you've done that chorus a few times, you almost have to modulate. There's nowhere else to go because you've done everything. <laughs> now, correct me if else. I'm wrong. Does the modulation illicit emotion yeah it's part okay. of the songwriting process nice. because again if you stay there how many times can you sing the little yeah. high above the heaven <laughs> yeah it's true without it being <laughs> totally boring it's gotta go somewhere right okay know? okay now we were just sitting here when harry mentioned the african thing I, something just came to mind you're, you're ready to write all right call oh, a response great. i just got something just great me. it may not be great but it's <laughs> well i'm just 
glad you got something. Here we go. So, call and response. Everybody's going to respond. Harry, give me something. Give me a... Almost, almost the same... Almost the same as high grade. Just now, so I mean, that can go great. somewhere that, or not. You it looks I mean? like it's going somewhere to me. <laughs> Are you going to do something with that? We just may have to. Yeah, I think you so. I heard it first, right? That, <laughs> right here on Music with a Mission. <laughs> really I guess good. my point is, is the call and response does draw the congregation in. Okay, okay. And Michelle said earlier, you know, when you're talking about where does a song go next, you have to really determine where you want to end up at the beginning. In a lot of cases, so if 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 my thought, if my desire is to write a song that speaks of the attributes of God, then I got to start there about the attributes. Well, what are the attributes? He is this. He is that. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's wonderful. He's merciful. He's kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if my thought, if my song then is a song that ministers to Him, my love for Him, then I'm taking my my message is a totally different approach. Mm-hmm. If it's a song that speaks about victory, you know. And that is designed to edify the body. Right. Then it's a different approach. Okay. Usually, victory songs seem to be upbeat. They declare victory. You never, you ever see anybody shout victory and it's a solemn, a solemn, somber, slow, yeah, you know, Understood. ballad. Understood. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I think again, the message does sometimes dictate uh, what the feel of that song should be. Um, I guess you. Where where I am in this entire process is I write a lot a lot of songs from just just that are personal to me that I believe, you know, from my heart. So I I want to get to the point where I can write congress um, congregational friendly songs, mm-hmm. but I'm not there. Right, I'm not. You okay. know, um, I've not developed it. I don't even know if you know that's possible. Maybe I am in the lane of writing personal, intimate songs. I guess my question would be, and maybe Greg or Michelle could you know chime in is there something wrong with personal intimate songs and recording them and sharing them with because uh, i remember i've heard many songs that i that i believe came from a personal experience a personal perspective and they touched my life you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but you always hear it's not about you it's not about you but these songs come to me and they come from my heart you know Many people may relate to them. Mm -hmm. Many people may not. But I know and I believe where I am, it's like, okay, God, should I stop writing or should I stop even trying to record? No, don't stop writing. I mean, this is just this. I'm just throwing this question out there to create a discussion. Yeah, I think it's a good point. Because it isn't about us. However, these songs, brokenness is like a personal experience. We've talked about this so so many times, Tiffany, on Music with a Mission. We've talked about how some of the strongest, most impactful songs come from Christian experiences, your own personal experiences. Uh, we were talking about He Lives, right? Bill and Gloria Gaither. That was from a personal experience, and and we look at that as, as a major hymn. So I'm not the musical theologian here by any means, but I would say I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You've got to have both. You've got to have a personal experience. Though. Okay. Okay. I mean, songs like, you know, Shout, Shout to the Lord. It's, that's a personal song, you know. Mm-hmm. My Jesus, mm-hmm. my Savior. Mm-hmm. Lord, there's none like you. You know, that's it's very personal. It's written from a very personal experience. Or I will exalt thee. You know, these are songs that talk about my, that declare my expression or my love for him out of my personal experience with him. But um, we'll, you got to have those. But we'll bless someone else. Absolutely. And, and they are congregational. Mm-hmm. They're still congregational. So, 
we don't want to mistake congregational for being something that's upbeat and that that's call and response all the time either. Right. It is from those very personal experiences. You know? So to answer Tiffany's question, then that it's, it's kind of got a dual purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also to to go along with what Tiffany was saying, uh, I think you know again your listener. I mean, not that you're specifically writing. I mean, you could write for a purpose, but you just write, and they might be congregational, they might be personal, they might be for somebody else. And, uh, I mean, the the songs that I write are more personal as well. I'm kind of more along the lines with Tiffany. But the people that have come to me and the responses uh, have been, I feel like you've read my journal. You know, Mm. I have a lot of people relating to the things that I write, the personal stuff that I write, and it's... um, they say, you know, thank you. I'm just so glad that I, you know, I have somebody that relates or, or that can challenge me or encourage me. So that's, you know, the purpose is, is there and the challenge is there and the inspiration. Before the break, you said that you had kind of a Latin field song that you were working on. You know, we were we were uh, jamming, for lack of a better term, last Wednesday in, in the rehearsal. Uh-huh. We don't know what it's going to become, but it's just this one little groove. get a groove like that isn't there something in your spirit that says i know this is going to become uh, something yeah you know but it may take a year it may be a year before it actually manifests okay or before we even revisit it okay um but the reality reality is i i try to record whenever i got a really good idea i'm going to record it like right away Mm. and i'll talk it here here. okay you guys ready to write (laughs) now now let me let me also say this because in this room you've got very different writing styles that's interesting. Okay. Uh, you know, I, How so? I, How do well, you write? I write? When I write, I'm always first thinking of the people. I'm always first thinking, how do I first minister to the people about the God I know? Okay. Um, that's, that's generally my approach. And that's probably more so because of my position in the ministry. Right. Well, you're the director uh, I'm, of music. I'm ministering to people most of the time. Okay. Uh, and so my ministry to God, my minister, my ministry and song unto the Lord is usually in my personal devotional time. Okay. And then now I'm looking to write and translate that to the people so that they can now sing along and minister to the Lord as well. So but I'm Mich- always writing from that perspective. But Michelle and Tiffany both said they write from personal experiences often. Right. So how that's, do you- my, that's my experience. But I mean, when I say style, we're also looking at different styles in this room. We've got four different styles right among us right here. Okay. Michelle, Tiffany, myself, Harry. So, Michelle, your style would be kind of rock, jazz, pop? Yeah. Oh, I hit it. That actually is a good uh, okay. rock, jazz, pop. RGP. With some gospel. With some gospel. <laughs> I could get a little gospel. You're, you're, just, you're just gospel. I'm gospel, but I like a lot of jazz. And like, yeah, you got a little jazz edge yeah. there. You're, gospel, okay. soul, and jazz. Definitely. Okay, gospel, soul, jazz. Jazz, rock, pop. Gospel with a jazz edge. <laughs> and Harry Vaughn is just middle. I actually don't have. A I knew you were going to say that. No, I'm sick. It's just. <laughs> he's just middle of the road, right? It's just the way I developed as a musician. And I, I grew up listening to everything. Could you explain that, Harry? Because I've heard you say that before. You say, you know, I don't have any particular genre. What, what, well, what do you mean by because, that? Because, I mean, as, you know, as an aspiring drummer. You know, coming up, I didn't want to just play just this, 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 or this. I wanted to just play. 
Okay. As a drummer, you have to play everything. You have yeah. to know how to play almost right, everything. Right, right. Good this, point. In this particular house of worship, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better know how to play everything because yeah. they come at you. I mean, yeah, yeah. What's the, uh, Karen Davis, that is Israeli? You're doing rock, and then you're. I play you're, Israeli you're, music, man. I'm you're doing Israeli music. That's <laughs> deep. Then you're doing Calypso and yeah. Spanish. Latin. I have, I've yet to have played any Asian music, but I don't think there's any drums in that. There is a drum, but. Oh, the tabla. Yeah. Well, no, that's not. Is that Asian? I don't know what it's called, but I don't know. That's Middle Eastern. <laughs> so you decided you decided to just go middle of the road with. I mean, straight. Well, down he, the path. Here, here's one of his songs. Here's one of his songs. This month in Friday Night Bible School, TSC Music Director Gregory Thomas will be teaching a three-part class entitled Worship Through the Battle. This class is open to all, so come out on Friday nights July 8th, 15th, and 22nd at 7 p.m. in room 409 of the Times Square Church Education Annex. For more information on Bible studies at Times Square Church, visit the website tscnyc.org grow. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. Whoa. <laughs> right smack dab in the middle of a live writing jam session here with uh, my friends Greg Thomas, Tiffany Thompson, Michelle Margiata, and Harry Vaughn. Just before the break, we were talking a bit about lyrics, and Michelle had a point that she wanted to share concerning lyrics. Well, my thought in songwriting is when you're, when you're writing lyrics... To be able to say what you have to say in a way that is going to be um, understandable um, to your audience. Uh, because so many times we could try to say too much, like Harry was saying before. We could almost be wordy. And then there's times where we could be almost too simple. But knowing the difference between the two, um, lyrics are just... They're very, it's a, I think it's a challenge to write good lyrics. But the one thing that I get from everybody is that it should come from your heart. Uh, it shouldn't come from a kind of a trivial place. Right. You know, roses are red, violets are blue. Right. I love the Lord, so should you kind of thing. Absolutely. You know, and. <laughs> that was great. That's a songwriting. <laughs> how, tr- how deep was that? But I get that. So what you're saying too, though, is that, because I also heard you say, there should be a simplicity there, but not too simple. I think there's a balance between being simple. I mean, one of my favorite worship songs is I Will Exalt Thee. I mean, it's simple, but, but I mean, it's so scripturally on that there's almost nothing else to say, you know. But, mm-hmm. but it's knowing the balance between being simple, but yet saying it in such a way that is going to cut through into the heart. Okay. You know, I mean, obviously that's the, the Holy Spirit's job, but to be so receptive to the to the Holy Spirit that you could be able to relay that message, mm-hmm. you know? Are you ever in a place when you get in a writing session like this where you just shut it down because it's not working? Or do you press through it? I, I've been a part where it's been shut down. We sat there for three hours and we looked at each other and enjoyed each other's outfits and got <laughs> nothing. <laughs> But that that goes to say that um, 
we don't all have to enjoy each other's music. Oh, that's you interesting. understand what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, some you know, as songwriters, we can tend to be sensitive. I, I let uh, Greg and Michelle and um, and Patrick and was you here last week? We I went over a song like typically what I I, I do a lot. I take uh, songs that people submit here to the ministry and um Harry's our in-house arranger (laughs) oh oh, is he really well technically yeah yeah, and technically it's not a title but he does a lot of arranging he does some great arranging okay okay and i'll like try to make it choir friendly i see very good okay um, uh warren carl who's on a on a mission field over in zambia is is he in zambia in zambia he wrote a song and uh uh he had a cassette a cassette and uh and it had this this quality to it, like this old um, uh, Baptist black church back in the woods. Yeah. And it, you know, it had a quality. It was like in a, it was in three four, and uh, the the words were were um, in the name of Jesus. Well, I'll sing it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Kind of like the cadence. Applause, now, Harry Vaughn. I, I really I, enjoyed that. Not, so, know. so what about that song? Now, did you you rearranged it? I just added a, a, a made it choir friendly, like you know, three part harmony. Okay, because uh, sopranos, you know, altos, and tenors, tenors. and sometimes uh, bass. We do have bass or baritone in in this choir, baritones. But I didn't do that because you know I, <laughs> it's challenging. I didn't really. And know that's it. a strictly traditional gospel. No feel, doubt. Right? Yeah. Know, that's just, yeah. 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 So Harry's all in that. So you do that too then. You'll take something that has potential. and bones, we call it. (laughs) You you call it the bones. Good bones. bones. Mm -hmm. You take stuff that has good bones and then you put some meat and clothes on it. Absolutely. Can these bones live? And just make it it congregational friendly. You know, a choir friendly. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, there there are songs that are submitted that we, we just... Not that it's a bad song. It's just it's hard for us to really try to put ourselves in that frame of mind. Sure. To to make something, um, make it choir friendly in in a sense. You have a great voice, Harry Vaughn. That was really good. I I, I um thank you. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. That's what <laughs> nice <say>. nice humble response. <laughs> what else do you guys have? Because you got you got you wet my whistle here. I'm, I'm this is really really well, good. Michelle, Michelle's gonna play this for me. She doesn't know it yet, but. Tiffany's going to sing it. Harry already knows this. We've been playing around with this one. And, uh, uh, we actually played a little bit of it coming out of that break. It goes, For all you've done, For all you do, Giving me life, Making me new. Da-da-da-da-da. Something like that. Right, right. The chorus is, may my life be a song filled with praise and adoration to my Lord, God and King. May his glory be revealed. May my life be a song. Praise and worship kind of song. Now these songs are are, are these songs that are going to be on the upcoming God Is project. Yeah, I heard you mention that. Yeah, yeah. Really, we're, we're working on them. How yeah. close are you to that? We're about ten songs in now, right? 
About 10 songs. Well, how many songs do you need? Well, we want about 13, 14. Maybe. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you're almost there. Yeah. Well, we got a few others that Tiffany haven't, hasn't given us yet and Michelle hasn't given us yet. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we're actually just getting back into this. We stopped writing last year because, you know, the year got busy. Jesse yeah. was overwhelmed. We were preparing for Christmas, and we just we had to stop recording. You know, and, and something else Harry said is that, you know, I think you asked the question, do you ever just stop and shut down if nothing's happening? And right. I think we need to be okay with that. We need to be able to say, we're not it's writing. It's just not working. Today. It's not working. It's that, you know, sometimes that creative juice is not there. The flow mm-hmm. is not there. The J.U. Ice. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. And we got to be willing to pull away and say, okay, we'll come back next week and not feel like, you know, one person's song got slighted or it wasn't interesting enough. Just, right. Let's just walk away and come back another day. Has the Lord ever led anyone here to a particular scripture and instructed him to him or her to write from that scripture? Uh, I think it's in Psalm 119. There was a there was a one of the verses because that chapter is so long. Uh, it says, your hands have made me and have fashioned me. Hmm. Give me understanding that I may. So I, I, it just, I was playing guitar and it just came to my, to my mind and the melody. And I just wrote, you know, pure scripture out of it. Can we hear that right now? Oh boy. Let's see. I haven't played this in so long. Your hands made me. And fashion me, give me understanding that I may learn your ways. Teach me, Lord, I pray. And then, but that that whole oh, first I, section was pure. Yeah, you know, I pure, was right? so ready for more. That was great. That was really good. So the Lord directed you to that scripture, and you wrote the song based on that scripture. Based on that scripture, yeah. And it's basically, the song is called, I'll Learn, I'll Learn to Walk awesome. um, in Your Ways. Awesome. So. Has that happened to anybody else here? I, I generally try to write from a scriptural perspective because mm-hmm. um, it's too, for me it's become too easy to just write. What do you thoughts. mean by that? Well, because I can sit down and just write rant about, you know. Oh, I can roses write a are red, about, violets are well, blue. I can write a song about a stoplight, you know. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, why yeah. art, art thou green now? You know, or, or red <laughs> yeah. now? You know what I mean? I we can just write and write. Yeah. But it, it doesn't always speak the sentiments of my heart. Mm-hmm. And I've written songs that don't speak the sentiment of my heart. I wrote a, you know, one of my first pop songs. I'm getting ready to let you all in a little secret here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do tell. Pop, huh? Go ahead. <laughs> the title was Till the Break of Dawn. And even the people who knew me were like, what is that? You know, we don't write into the break of the... But it, was, it wasn't for me. It was for another artist. No. And they recorded it. It was, it was, it was cool. Okay. But it was for them. So I wrote with a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. But it certainly wasn't the sentiments of my, <laughs> of my heart. Understood. Um, and so when I want to speak the sentiments of my heart, it's got to come from Scripture. And, and it usually is. And so that's why, you know, Psalm, Psalm 31 is, is, is the... And I haven't written this song yet. Uh, in fact, I let these guys hear it a few weeks ago. Uh, a little bit of it, anyway. Um, but David is in, in a mess, and he starts talking about his, his condition, the fact that he, he was left as a dead man, and you know, his enemies uh, ran from him, and even the people who knew him ran from him. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but then he gets to verse 11, and he says, But I trusted in thee, mm. for thou art my God, and my days are in your hands. And that scripture... Uh, really was where I was some years ago, mm-hmm. um, um, probably 15, 15, 16 years ago. And, uh, and it's pretty graphic. It's a very graphic passage uh, as he describes the feelings and the emotions that he's going through. But then he gets to this verse, as David always does, and he brings us right back to the place where he always knew he could find solace. And in that the was Lord. In the Lord. Yeah. But I trusted in thee, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. My, my days are in your hands. Mm. And uh, and I've been wanting to write. This is the song I've been wanting to write, mm-hmm. and uh, got the melody. Uh, just haven't fine tuned the the message yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that that's one of those songs that's coming as well. Okay, yeah. uh, we'll be looking forward to that. I've heard people write songs together. You hear that all the time, and I've always wondered, you know, how that's done. If I have a line and that line does not mesh with your line and... First of all, writing in a group session is very hard. You have to kind of be made for it um, because you you can't be sensitive. You can't be, you know, 
self-focused. You have to just kind of, you know, you're there for the group and you're part of a a team right there. So whatever lines you give, you can't really be possessive about. I mean, in my opinion. um, You have to be flexible. You have to be very liquid, huh? Yeah. You agree with that? Of course. I mean, I I approach uh, the songwriting process. I don't know. I'm just really humble about it because I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I just know what comes out of me. Mm-hmm. So if um you know I'm I'm given a just a suggestion, I take it and I run with it and I try to develop it. Mm-hmm. I mean there's to me there's no time for me being sensitive because you know what I'm saying, it's a skill that you have to develop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I look at it that way. I'm just developing um and becoming my skill and becoming more skillful at something that you know, may need to be developed mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, too, in a writing session, when somebody brings a song to the table, it's got to be a driver. And everybody in the room has to allow the driver to drive this thing. Good point. You know, so I, if I bring a song, then they have to expect, expect me to either like or dislike or say, oh, maybe we can work with that. Yeah. Let's put that over here or put that over here. I see. This is, you know, the A list. This is the B list. Sure. It's, you know, so, but they got to allow me to drive. If Harry brings a song, it's his song. It's mm-hmm. his idea. Mm-hmm. So I need to allow, I need to allow him to drive that. And if I bring something that turns this thing, you know, and I'm the backseat driver, <laughs> you know, I got to be, I got to allow him to say that that's not the direction I, I feel it was go, I, I wanted to go and be fine with that. Doesn't mean that he's rejecting this input, that input might be necessary for another song. Mm-hmm. And so nothing goes to waste. And that's what, that's the one thing about songwriting that we have to remember that nothing goes, it's not like the restaurant business. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you need the bread, they throw it out. Yeah. yeah. No. And here, everything it will be stays. used it's eventually. It's going to be used huh? somewhere. And so, sure. you know, even for my own personal writing, I, I might come up with a line, again, that doesn't fit a song that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I don't ever discard it. And never discard it. It's 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 tucked somewhere on this iPad. It's it's somewhere in and there. it will be used and eventually. It'll be there eventually because sure. another song will come along. and I'm going to need that one, one line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like you said, wraps it up. Sure. You know, so I don't throw away anything. Well, speaking of wrapping it up, it has been really, really good. I've learned a great deal about songwriting, the songwriting process. Privileged to be in where nobody else goes. As you guys uh, just share your hearts and your methods in the music, Greg Thomas, Tiffany Thompson, Michelle Margiata, and my friend, the multi-talented Harry Vaughn. Thank you so much for being on Music with a Mission. Take joy, my king, and what you hear. I want to be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music for the mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website, www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Jessica Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.